last episode, we talked about how to look after yourself. And during this episode, we're going to talk about making positive connections. Because when it comes to resilience, sometimes when we're going through difficult times, we need to be able to reach out and know that we've got a network of people around us that are prepared to listen to us sometimes, so we can get stuff off our chest, but also to help us to feel connected and feel supported. How many of you got friends in your life that have helped you through difficult times? My oldest friend, I have known since we started secondary school together so I've known him for 45 years and he was my best man and even though he lives hundreds of miles away we still see each other a couple of times a year we're always texting each other then of course there's my wife I mean you it's a bit of a cliche but you know you do marry your best friend mm -hmm. and she is a tremendous support I think we all compartmentalize we all have friends who we turn to in particular situations some we turn to when it's an emotional issue some we talk to when it's a work issue in the same way we are in a compartment for other people as well some people talk to us for a particular issue and not for others so I think it's healthy to have that that network you don't need to have one close friend who is available for everything you know, it's almost like we, we have specialist friends sometimes, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think we do have specialist friends. And, you know, I agree with you about your point about having people that you go to for, for different things and being able to have that network is so important, isn't it? And, you know, one of the saddest things I think right now is this epidemic of loneliness. There are people out there who, who don't have people that they can reach out to. So being able to be supportive to people you don't even know is, is really key. I think more community activities that people invest in and to be able to reach out is key. You've been a really good friend. I know there's been times in my life where I've really needed to put stuff into perspective. And I think one, one of the things that I really treasure about you is you're a fantastic listener. You're really good at allowing me to be able to get stuff off my chest and to be able to look at the options around it. You know, I think it'd be true to say that a lot of people need a good listening to. Likewise, I don't want to turn this into a love-in, but yes, I mean, you've been a great friend to me over various issues especially what I've been through health-wise over the years and so it's good to have those sort of people that you can turn to. And talking about the time when you were in hospital and I, th I think this is a really good point because I, there were some real highs and lows for you and I know that you know times where we sat there and, and we talked about the, the darker side of, of what was going on. I, I felt very privileged that you were so open with me about some of the, the darker thoughts that you had and given that we're living in, in a society where sometimes men particularly struggle to open up and talk about some of their vulnerabilities. Would you say that it is challenging to, to talk about some of those things? It can be for a man because even though we're supposedly in a more enlightened 21st century, there is still this socialisation that, that men have to be stronger. They can't show any vulnerability or what they might perceive as weakness. I consider myself quite lucky in that I've never had that issue, but I have been around men where you do identify it. Sometimes it's a generational thing, and other times it's an issue of nature. Some men are just not comfortable talking about those sort of things. One of the times I was in hospital, I began to have suicidal thoughts, and I would, never would have 
thought I was the sort of person to think those things because I thought I'm in touch with my feelings, I'm articulate. So it really took me by surprise. Luckily, I spoke to you about them, didn't I? Yeah, and I can remember at the time, it was it was quite challenging to hear the thoughts that you were having and, and what you were going through. And I think that the fact that we could talk about it, the fact that we could create some kind of perspective around that, hopefully that, that was helpful. But imagine there are people in the world who, who don't feel that they can reach out. They don't feel that they can have those conversations. So being able to make those connections is such an important part of human resilience. One thing I learned from that experience was there are actually two stages of suicidal thinking. We all think that when we get suicidal ideas, we start actively planning how to do it. But there is a stage before that. The word that was used to me was ideating. And you start thinking, I'm never going to commit suicide. You know, and you start thinking about it hypothetically. And it seems like it's a nice, safe distance from the actual act. It's actually quite dangerous because you've slipped into that mindset without realising it. And you're, you're convincing yourself, oh, I'm not going to do it. But if I did... And the next thing you know, you're one step further along. And, you know, I know from my own personal experience of kind of growing up with with depression and, and having bouts of depression throughout my own life, I really don't know what I'd have done without having the network of people around me, yourself included, to be able to, to reach out and to know that you're not alone. It's so important to know that you're not. I mean, we met through the Montpellier Writers Group, didn't we? This writing group in, in Cheltenham. And what an incredible group of people. I mean, people from lots of different backgrounds with lots of, of different experiences. I think of us as a bit like a little a little tribe yeah um, because we've all supported each other I mean sadly we did lose somebody um, within the group to, to suicide and we've also had had other losses along the way but we we've also given each other a lot of support as well and my advice to people out there who perhaps do feel isolated or feel alone reach out because I think there is so much within the community that's there to be able to to support people I learned about one group up in Manchester um, I was working up with it with the BBC at the time up in in Salford and somebody shared with me um, about a knit and natter group that they do at Waterstones and they were saying that it's oversubscribed there's people for you know teenagers through to people in their 80s even 90s I think who sit there and come together and they do some knitting and they, and they do a bit of nattering and I think those kind of groups are so important you know being able to reach out and, and talk to people because at the end of the day you don't know people's backstory I know there is a view that everybody you meet has a story that could break your heart so being able to be compassionate to be able to to listen and and talk to people is and be as supportive as you can is really important there is a lot to be said for kindness in a world that seems to focus a lot on the me 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 reaching out is important when i was in hospital i asked to see the chaplain and it wasn't necessarily for any religious guidance is because the chaplain in any hospital is there to provide emotional support for people who are going through quite traumatic experiences and I remember her name was Kate at uh, the hospital I was in and she spoke to me and she didn't talk to me in religious terms she just talked to me 
as a listening board, as as a friend, if you like. Sometimes when you need to talk to people, I think you can find help and support for, from people you perhaps wouldn't normally consider as being there to help and support you. So it might seem like it's taking a risk, but it's worthwhile for the help and support you get back. And, and reaching out because it's good to talk. And I think, you know, it doesn't mean that you're weak in any way. And showing your vulnerability sometimes can be the best thing that you can do in terms of helping other people as well. So it's great that you've been so open and, and shared that. I really appreciate that. So on that basis, what would you say are your top three tips for creating positive connections in your life? I would say number one, reach out. You might think that there is no one that you can talk to. There is someone. It might not be a friend or work colleague. It might be someone from a counselling agency. There is always someone there who will be who will happily talk to you. And also, you are a positive connection for other people as well. Sometimes people might reach out to talk to you. I've had situations where someone has raised an issue with me and I thought, I didn't think I was that important to you. Yes, be open. The third tip for creating positive connections is recognising that people are helpful to us in different circumstances. Some people might be good to talk to about emotions and relationships. Some people might be good to talk to about work issues. So it's not about having one close friend. It's about having a range of people that you can turn to for whatever you might need. And what about you? Well, my first one is to have a friend, you need to be a friend. Um, the second one is not to be afraid of showing your vulnerabilities and be real and be authentic because we're all in the same boat at the end of the day and being able to have that honesty with people is really key and the final one is to be a bit creative about some of those connections that, that you make you know step out of your familiar friend zone if you like and explore new relationships with strangers what's that expression there are no such thing as strangers only friends you haven't met yet be open be accepting so what are we talking about in the next episode so in the next episode we're going to start to pull this together and talk about ways to keep going mm -hmm.